Welcome to the podcast of New City Church. We hope this podcast inspires you on your journey of inward and outward transformation. Please join us on Sundays. You can find more information on our website, grownewcity.church. God bless you. Hello, hello, hello on this blistery, blustery Sunday morning. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to be on stage again and so excited to be in person. Um, The pronouns I use are she, her, and they, them. So I'd like to give a content warning before I start. I'll be talking about food and diet culture a lot, which may be sensitive material, depending on your background. And if any of this material is triggering or activating, definitely do what you need to do to take care of yourself. New Year's resolutions are the absolute worst. It's too much pressure to have to think of a goal that you want to work on for the entire year. It's as if they're asking to be broken. Not only are they impossible to keep, sometimes they're embarrassing to make because they make us come face to face with our own shortcomings. They remind us of all the ways we failed to be better in the year before. And this is especially true when it comes to weight and exercise goals. So many of those goals are rooted in the assumption that something's already wrong with our body and that we can fix it if we follow the right rules, the right rituals. But there's always someone out there that's doing more, that makes us feel like we should be doing more, and then we start to judge others who we think aren't doing enough, and then starts the shame spiral. That's why I love the verses read today. They're about not letting people judge us on how we follow the faith, particularly in regards to how we eat and drink. In addition, our spiritual ancestor, Paul, makes it clear that self-denial is not religion and righteousness is a toxic thing to worship. The verses from today are from the book of Galatians, which is a series of letters that the Apostle Paul wrote to the Galatian people. These letters are meant to be instructions to the Galatians who were new to Christianity. And as when you're new to any group, you're gonna get a lot of advice and not all of it will be good advice. You'll also find people who have been in that group for a while and have instructions or ways of thinking of things how should be because that's the way that it's always been. But Paul is telling these new Christians that they don't have to be judged for following or expected to follow old rules, that not all instructions are holy. Paul said in verse 18, and I'm quoting the New International Version, do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you. Such a person goes into great detail about what they have seen They are puffed up with idle notions of their unspiritual mind. Puffed up with idle notions of their unspiritual mind. Our ancestor Paul told the Galatians that these rules, which have to do with things that are destined to perish with use, are merely based on human commands and teachings. And these verses go beyond religious instructions. They apply to how we view our own bodies. Diet culture gives us distorted advice on acceptable ways to be in a body. Self-denial is not God. 
getting a perfect body according to a distorted view of your own body is a toxic thing to worship. If we are to live by the Bible and to view our bodies truly as temples, the place that God dwells and delights in, it is honoring God when we acknowledge that whatever latest exercise trend may work for some people, but they, not, they may not always work for ourselves. And we shouldn't treat them as holy scripture when they're most definitely not. When we see the results, the latest juice cleanse on Instagram, we can take comfort knowing that our God is not a one-size-fits-all God, but rather a God that builds relationships with us as individuals with individual wants and needs. God is not asking us to use diets and restrict ourselves from eating things that we want. God is not the one saying, don't eat that bag of chips because you're ruining your temple. Self-denial is not religion. Now, I want to give a brief moment for people to reflect. Take out your worship companions or a notebook or just think. What are rules about my body that I've been told? Now, an additional question. What are rules about my body that I need to get rid of? A friend told me once that there's no such thing as going up or down a size. A size. You're just giving your clothes an attitude adjustment. <laughs> when it comes to our bodies, it's not always us that needs to change, but it's sometimes body. It's sometimes society that needs an attitude adjustment. Sometimes the wider world needs an attitude adjustment on what counts as a good body, which basically is just thinly veiled ableism or medical professionals stuck on outdated data of what counts, on, what counts as healthy. But sometimes it's us that needs an attitude adjustment. What human rules do you need to ditch to lean into your belovedness by the creator of the universe? What do you need to be told is unholy for you to actually believe in? How can you be more loving to your body? When you're uncertain if a teaching is of God, ask yourself whether it honors your body. Ask yourself whether it honors your neighbor. Ask yourself whether it honors God. And if the answer is no to any or all of these questions, then it's not of God. It's that simple. I'd like to clarify that I'm not saying never choose a salad over chicken nuggets or that you're a bad person if you change your diet in order to run a marathon. I'm not saying that sports and vegetables are horrible. 
But I am saying that human commands and teachings should be treated like human commands and teachings, rather than us automatically assuming that these teachings are God's will. It's important that we take care of our bodies to eat balanced meals with fruits, veggies, and whole grains. I personally like to add granola to cake to make sure that I'm getting in my whole grains in a consistent and reliable manner. Besides, everything in moderation and do what works for you. The R Bible app devotional, Your Body is Good, by Amanda Martinez Beck states, we don't have to conform to the food and body expectations of others. We don't have to eat in a certain way in order to please God because through the cross, Jesus has set us free from these requirements written against us. In the same way that Jesus disrupted order to invite reorder, I believe that we must disrupt old patterns of church-sanctioned body policing to reorder ourselves outside of diet culture. I know this might seem like hearsay to some of you who might be yelling at the screen or yelling internally for our in-person folks, but let us turn to the example of Jesus, a divine agitator and the ultimate spiritual ancestor to see how to be in a good body. Jesus's birth, his entire existence, was a rebellion against Roman authority and others in power or aligned with power that didn't want to rock the status quo. And as a follower of Christ, as followers of Christ, we're called to rock the status quo of peer pressure. We're called to rock the status quo of empire worship, rock the status quo of ableism, and this country's downright obsession that there is only one type of body and everybody should aspire to be in it. We are not called to align ourselves with fat phobia, body shaming, and arbitrary rules that make people feel like they are the other. We are called to be holy agitators, throwing over the temple tables bearing the false gods of diet culture. Advent is over, but Jesus' birth teaches that it only takes one breath for a revolution to come alive. Advent shows us shows us that we only need a few people to witness that revolution for it to start. <clears throat> our spiritual ancestors of Advent, our spiritual ancestors Paul and the Galatians, rebelled against societal notions of what it is considered to be good, to bring people back to the most basic teaching of Christianity, that no matter what human rules may stand in our way, we belong to God that loves us and continuously calls our bodies pleasing and good. Before I close out, I'd like to read a prayer by Kenji Kuramitsu in the booklet of Uncommon Prayers titled For the Protection of the Body. Holy God, architect of creation, you breathed out the galaxies and seas and every inch of the universe. From the fold behind our ears to the neurons in our minds, it's all yours. And calling our world very good, you have called our bodies to be living sacraments for you, bringing justice to bear truth in life and in death. Teach us not to fear the unknown, but to celebrate your life in our skin and bones. 
Protect us from being separated from our bodies, your temples of life, that Jesus' resurrected flesh may be alive in our midst. Consider this sermon as your official invitation to reorder or readjust what rules you've internalized about bodies that do not serve you. And may they be replaced with something life more something more life-giving and messages that remind you of your sacredness. Amen. <laughs>